Welcome to the podcast about nothing. I don't know what's going on here. We are passionately unhinged. I don't know how to use Google Calendar. I it's, have no idea. It's so easy to just make it recur on every Monday until the end of time. Well, why can't you just do that? You're the scheduler. I just, I, I literally click Zoom, start a meeting, and it's the same link every time. So, like, knowing that piece of information, like, I don't, I can't do anything more than that. What, like, in the Zoom interface? I, I can't update the invite that has the three of us on it. Are we recording this? Because this is gold. Like, yeah. Wade is trying to explain why he cannot just update a meeting. All you have to do is go into it. Uh, and click recurring, like in the Zoom. Event button, and then in the uh, somewhere in there is going to be a recurrence option, and you should have to change it to forever to no end date. Because you originally sent it with a day and then a date that expired, like it was three months or whatever. <laughs> I hate this. I hate this. You can't. You can complain, I guess, to me if you really want, but you can't complain to Stephen. He has a significantly harder job. What does that mean? I still can't. Oh my god! He has to edit. He edits. He doesn't have to. He edits these things. That's like a very time-consuming, and, and and difficult, and like the the number one like like level of finished them having a podcast. Like Twenty so minutes if ago. If you want to complain to me, you can do that, but you can't complain to Stephen because what he does takes significantly more time. All right, did that work? Yeah, share your screen. I can walk you through this. Yeah, it did. Congratulations. All right, all right. So that nice. worked. Well done. This isn't the we, first. We, yeah, this isn't the first time that I've had this discussion. <laughs> But I, the other time, I just let them do, figure it out. Everyone's always gotten there, so it's a sign of the well, time. It's not. It's not that people. It's just. It's. It's such a simple thing. Although I don't ever use Google Calendar, I guess, but lots of people do. Well, I don't know. Like, here's the process, right? So, I in my Zoom, it says the meeting's on forever, so I hit OK. And then it starts it. And so I don't have to go and enter it because I started it. And for me, it's still there. So I don't know why. You're, see, that's the fundamental flaw in your thinking. We don't go to zoom.com and then find this. It's like in our emails. So you yeah, yeah. could just go to Zoom and click start, which makes sense because you have to start the meeting. But it's not like Aaron and I are going to Zoom and clicking join Wade's Zoom meeting that he sent us over Gmail. And let me be clear, this isn't yeah. like the first thing I did was complain to you. Like when you first set it up, it emailed me a reminder every week, which was nice. I liked that. So I just clicked that link. Then at some point that stopped. 
but I could go into my calendar and get to it. So that was also acceptable. When I went into my calendar and then I went to the most recent meeting last Wednesday and it still didn't work, then I was like, okay, I'm not sure what the deal is here. Stephen went all the way back to June 15th and figured out that that's what the deal was. Well, no, so I just, I, I typed in Wade and Zoom on my Gmail search and realized if it wasn't the last two links that I clicked on, it must have been this third one. And I was right. <laughs> it's going to be really interesting, Wade, if your life ever takes you to the place where you're working for like a, in a position where you're not sort of independent and you have like a, a company infrastructure you're working within and you have to schedule meetings. It's going to be a whole new world for you. No, I have people that schedule meetings. Like that will never be my job. Like I don't even respond to them. People send me, e- e- but I get what you're saying. I get it. But people send me like things and those things, like I don't do anything with them. I basically just, I get them and then they put them in my calendar, but I never say like, I'm going to be there. Like I just assume, you know, they don't care. Like they've sent me the thing which allows me to enter if I plead. Does that make sense? No? Not really, but I think that's just because you use the word thing a lot. And at some point I lost track of what thing you were referring to. Like the calendar. Like the calendar, if someone's like hits me with an event, I'm like, all right, whatever. And so I don't accept those invites. Like, I just assume that they know that, that I'm coming. Or if it, I don't find it of value, then I will not be there. So people, people send you meeting invites. And it's just a crapshoot whether or not you show up. You don't tell them? No, if we agree upon a time, right, and you send me a calendar invite, to me, that's a step too far. Like, I got it. Like I <laughs> What? Yeah, like, I'm like, yo, let's talk Tuesday at 1. And you're like, Tuesday at 1, sure. And then you send me a, a meeting invite. Like, why would I ex- hit accept? Like, it's a, you send me the, the meeting invite. It's it put it on my calendar. Like, I, I've already confirmed with you, which is why you send me this stupid invite. Like, at that point in time, do I really need to, like, go in and ex- hit the accept in Outlook to tell the computer that I'm there? Like they, it's not the computer; it's the other person. Yeah, but they're sending. They put that in their end for convenience. They already knew that I was going to be there. So why do they? He only to- has meetings one on one. I think that that's the crux of this. How often do you have meetings with a couple people? Well, like I get firm type things. I don't accept those either. But like I just assume that are those they- like to four thousand people or forty thousand people? No, they're to like I don't know. Oh, like your office? Yeah, like. 20 people. So the organizer of those might be int- might use acceptances, I don't know, to determine who they think is going to come to the thing. I doubt that that's happening. See, I was, I- so you use Outlook? This is, this is, for me, I can't stand the little, like, tentative-looking calendar block. <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh, yeah, because it's not, like, solid color. Yeah. I don't look I, at it. it. it I... What? I just use my phone, man. Just Oh see, I live off of that thing, so I guess Wait, so are you are you uh like always accept or decline? Me? Yeah. Or tentative. Purposefully tentative. I thought you said you couldn't oh, you don't like when it's just faded. Yeah. 
I don't know. Because I I like live off of that thing. It's like as helpful for me as anything else. Yeah. Like I will spend the less than half of a second to click accept when the meeting comes through. Oh, without if it's not on my if I don't have a meeting thing, I'm not gonna show up. Not that I don't want to, I'm just gonna forget. Like I do have on my work calendar a block for this period of time because I don't think I would forget this, but you never know. Oh uh, same. Once you're invited, it's on your calendar anyway. So I didn't give you my work. I live off yeah. of my work calendar, and that, this is on my yeah. not work calendar. Yeah, that. No, 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 no. That's fair. But I'm saying, like, he said, like, he likes to have things on his work calendar. That's fine. But if you invite me, it puts it on my work calendar anyway. So, like, are you really, as the event organizer, going in there and being like, Oh, these fucking people didn't respond, even though you know that they're going to be there. Like, well, see, that's the thing. I don't always know they're going to be there. I don't know that people are going to be there. <laughs> I thought that that's just logistically taken care of in advance. Like, it's so I guess if you have someone schedule your meetings, then you like don't ever have to do this. But like, trying to schedule a meeting for more than three people at a non predetermined time is a fucking yeah. nightmare. And it's, it's a, uh, yeah. That's not, that's a big, and more comes up, like, let's say that you're meeting with five people and you're waiting for possibly one or two of them as the meeting starts. You look at that, if they accepted, you know, they expect to be there. If they didn't respond, you don't know. That's how it works. It's a, it's an industry thing. Not even industry, just like he's the anomaly. Yeah. No, no, no. This is like every, every, yeah. I, I wouldn't know. I don't know how companies would function without this. The first thing I do when I get into bed every night is look at what I have to do tomorrow. Do you look at it then? That is a bold move. No, I mean, I do like also when I'm working, but like I forget. You know what I'm saying? Like right before bed, looking at what are all the things I'm going to do tomorrow? That is a, I just look at like bad. the blocks of time. That is a bold move. And then from there, keep it moving. I don't think I'd sleep. Really? <laughs> I just start no, I just start thinking about what I had to do and then I'd be up for two hours thinking about it. I've been working from home for so often that like I'm never not working. And also sometimes like I just do my life. It's like all an amalgamation of time. Yeah, it's one. Yeah. And I don't really work on the weekends, but sometimes I do and like Sometimes I'm working until 10 p.m. because that day I had like a doctor's appointment and worked out and decided to not. To. I just hope that Wade finds himself at some company one day because seeing him try to adjust to. Did you imagine if you had to use like Salesforce? Oh, no, I have something like that and I can't stand it. And everybody, <laughs> everybody hates it there. So maybe it's not the best, but it's not Salesforce. It's like some. Have you ever tried to use it? It's annoying. Like if it was always like, I have to log into it multiple ways. Like that's too much work. Wow. Too much logging in. You have to log into it multiple ways. Yeah. Like it's not just like, there's like a integration on your computer and like even that, even that you have to know, like uh, on the bottom right, you know, like, like uh, you never have any like outlook integrations or any of that stuff. Yeah. They're called applications. All right, yeah. so I have to like log into it, and then 
have to log into it from a different place too. So it's fucking annoying. You mean a different place? Like yeah, that it's launched through a different portal. So like, yeah, you're VPNing in because. No, no, I understand the VPN. I'm saying, in order to actually get to my uh, CRM, I have to log into the place that holds all of my apps and and all that stuff. The portal. Yeah, it's called like Securing Advisor. Well, I probably shouldn't have said that, but and then it's called it's called something. <laughs> and from there, I click like Smart Office, and that launches, and then it screams at me. It's like you have a scheduled activity, and I get mad because like. So this is just the Office Three Sixty Five Internet Portal. Sounds like. I don't think so. If no, it's no, office, no, no. it's it's, no, it's not. It's it's the proprietary, like the the financial proprietary software that like allows them to manage a lot of things. Yeah, which is probably he just has to log in twice because there's a portal and then there's no, like but it's his probably baseline some other application. For sure. Either way, but like I'm just like doing my thing. Like I I find technology like it will either like I either it's it's a necessity or. Like it's something that at some point in time you might want to learn to use because it has a purpose that you're not currently utilizing. And so like I sort them into those two categories. And so I use the ones that are all the time necessary to my job. And then the other things like if I need it, maybe I'll look at it. But So you said before I sort technology into either it's it's necessary or at some point, you might have to learn how to use it. Those are very broad buckets. <laughs> but it helps you really not think about a lot of things, though. It's yeah, like I, I see that. <laughs> like, I'm just not, when I need it, it'll be there. Wade is not going to be able to help his future children in their schoolwork within the next three years, probably. <laughs> Like at that point, you will have crossed the threshold of old man trying to figure out how to send a picture on the iPhone. Well, Wade also well, didn't graduate from middle school. Well, that's another problem is I use my phone like for everything. So, <laughs> so does everybody. Most things are mobile. Uh... But it sounds like you guys use your like your like work computers way more than I do. Like, well, I haven't. Yeah. I use it to perform functions. Like I don't need to be like logged into that at all points in time. Like I need to be logged into myself because I'm like, I, I'm the thing that moves the thing, you know, Wade dot Wade. <laughs> I need to be logged into myself. <laughs> but like the same thing, like if somebody emails me, right? Like I just pick this fucking phone up and like I'll see that they emailed me, and then either Wait, I at this point you should embrace phone. it. No, I said like, go, no computer at all. Get a typewriter. All of your appointments are by phone, not Zoom. Phone, like get a landline in your apartments, and um, be like one of those old people. You ever seen like an old person's desk? They have the phone in the middle because it's all they use. They don't use a computer. Just have it like that. You can get an an abacus to do calculations. Well, You're pretty it, close at this point. No, to me, it's right. Everything is working out just fine. Like, if I need to go to a meeting, 
I have a calendar and like, yeah, sometimes they'll, someone will send me a meeting invite, but in my meet, I'll make before they've sent me that I've already put it on my calendar. So it'd be like, call John three o'clock this number. And then like, I do that. And then if some, if while I'm on the phone with John, like Cindy Lou emails me, I could see that on my phone. And if I don't need to type a thorough response, if I'm just saying like, Roger that confirmed or something like that, like I can just do that for blast it off of my phone. Um, or your, or your computer. Otherwise, like I need to, if I do like research, I'll like do that research on paper and then I'll like go into my computer and type them. Hey, you know, here's, here's the results of my research. Fascinating how your brain works. Like, and I still get to all the email. Well, actually I, I file them away too. So as they come in, they're like, mm, or like I need to do something. And so, I play a game unread red with my with myself. <laughs> I I stay around two fifty. That's two fifty unread is that's I'm caught up. Just delete them. No, because the of, first person I've ever heard of that plays a game with unread and red. Well, I play my. We all play our playing a I'm game. Joking. My, what? Have you I, heard of Inbox Zero? What's that? Google Inbox Zero, it will blow your mind. The idea, not yours, Stephen, because you have a sense of these things, but Wade's. So the idea is that you, most people spend too much time on email, like dealing with email. And so anything, that you, you should check email frequently, but either respond right away or move it to a folder to follow up and then block time throughout the day to respond to email. The point is your inbox should actually be near zero. Or... Zero is the amount of time your brain should be spending in your inbox. Well, and I could use that. I could use somebody to like make me those folders to like sort so that I get into no, the no, process. No, no, one folder. Well, but a lot of this, yeah, what that makes well, a lot. Have you ever, Stephen, have you ever played the game of like organizing your email? It never ends well. One folder. Yeah, I I have it in theory. So let's see. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Nine, ten. That's a lot. That's a lot. I have fifteen. How many do you use? Groups. Uh, all of them. Then you're wow. You figured that. You've cracked the code. Now, not all of them get cleared though. Like a lot of them, I don't really need. But that's why they're there. Well, maybe that'll be your homework too. We'll all. I, we already know Aaron's answer. One folder. Well, one well, like, extra you, know, you can have like three, but the point is like I have one that I actually use and then two or three others that I sort. Like, like one of them is just for stuff that I want to save, but it's not doesn't have like a day-to-day purpose. And one of them is just for like background documents or resources. But point is really one, one main folder. I need that. I need like the, the Wade sent to Wade um, because that's, of the two fifty that I stay around, that's like the easiest possible folder to make. Well, that's what I need. Change your lives here. Twenty seconds. All right. Now that we've explained to Wade how email and calendars work, <laughs> can we talk about how obscenely hot it is right now? 
it could be 30 degrees cooler and it might still be too hot. It's nasty. It's been this way the whole month. Every Why do people day. like summer? It's not pleasant. I think it's because we didn't have to go to school during summer growing up. What do you mean? Like our brains. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. just came with a very real answer to that question. I wasn't expecting that real of an answer. But yeah, I guess that makes sense. Like it was always like the best season. Only it's never about the weather or any of that shit. It's just about the fact that you have the unlimited time and resources for a few months to just do whatever the heck you want to do. Did you not do did you not do activities in the summer? I, mean, I had like I had a pool in my backyard. Um played some wiffle ball. I mean you didn't go to like camp or, or anything? No. I mean I went to like <laughs> baseball camp for like a week, but I'm not like it's not it was never like a for non Jewish people it's not the same as it is for Jewish people. Like I Grew up, most people didn't go to camp, I mean. People do other things. Like, a lot of people go to, like, school-y type of summer activities. No. Not Hasbrokites. Everyone does. I No, I'm telling you, like, when I came down to Maryland, like, freshman year, on my floor, all these people were like, Oh man, I know you from this camp, from that camp, from that camp, and that's why I mean. Yeah, so there's the Jewish summer camp community, but there's like a lots of Jews are not the only people that do activity planned activities for their kids in the summer. No, I know. Like I said, I went to like baseball camp for like a week. Like that was like the the way you did it. Like around and like a like you try to get better at something. You know. I have a great camp story, and I'm glad that we've somehow found our our way here. Is it about, did you go to camp? What? Did you go to well, camp? Yes. And so, and so, the okay. camp that I always wanted to go to when I was a kid because a bunch of our friends went. I, I didn't really know. You, you're what? Eight, nine, 10, 11, whatever. Camp called RVR. <clears throat> and I was R-V-R. like, they would all go. And, yeah. And we would. We were doing other thing like, you know, Columbia Association camps. They started this as like their little neighborhood and branched out. And when we finally got the go, my parents were always a little hesitant about sending us. And I never understood why. It's like, dude, it's just summer camp. Just let us fucking go. Well, very ironic. Turns out it is like a super Jesus camp. And I had no idea. (laughs) No idea. And so I get there and I'm like, you know. An, an impressionable fifth grade probably uh, and quickly sniffed out that this was not my place. <laughs> I had bitched and moaned for so long to go. Was to this a sleepaway camp? Yeah. It was like seven days <laughs> up in Pennsylvania. Uh, like I had a lot of fun, but like in between fun, there was like, you know, passage readings and or things to do at night. And uh, you know, I went with my, uh, my childhood best friend, and I was like mad because I was not given all information and data points <laughs> as to what we were getting ourselves into. Isn't there like a pamphlet? Like, <laughs> that I was parents kind of read? the pamphlet. 
I figured your parents would like go over it with you. That's why they didn't really want us to go. <laughs> yeah, they. I mean, we might have gone when we were like time. twelve. Yeah. Uh, River Valley Ranch. <laughs> yep, Maryland summer camp retreat. So, <laughs> moral of the story: Stephen went to Jesus camp for a week. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> It's only a week. I mean, that's like, like if you've been going for a month or something, that could have been so much worse. What's in the crock pot? That's my question. What is in the crock pot, Aaron? Um, pulled chicken, I guess. Pulled chicken and salsa. Okay. Mexican crock pot. Mexican crock pot. I know exactly yes. what that is. <laughs> it's not my full-on <laughs> Mexican mash, though. It's just yeah. chicken. I used to go all out with the black beans and the rice and the veg and the peppers, and it, you know, fill the whole thing up, which was sort of absurd. I think it was because I was amused by the fact that that actually cooked the rice. I never quite got over <laughs> that. That's the best way to do it. I made um, I made pork in an instant pot, a pork shoulder in an instant pot this weekend. Hmm. Yeah, we have one of those, but we've never used it. Instant I've been, pot? I've been scared of it. Yeah. <laughs> when do you cook, Wade? Uh, not often, but Fridays. Um, you should though, because you you that's the kind of thing that would be so easy for you, and you could have barbecue in your house. Like, what do I need you like to barbecue? Wade. Let's 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 do a, a, a instant pot for dummies, real quick. Like, what do you got to do to not like? Because I'm always worried. My mom, my mom gives it to me. She's like, here, I haven't opened this. Somebody somewhere on the forums said it exploded on them. And I was like, oh, thanks. I'll take it. Like, so. uh, okay. So you, if you're an idiot, you'll, it'll explode. But it's not hard to not make it explode. Like, quite easy. Wait, so your mom gave you this device because she was worried it was going to explode. <laughs> I, I think she read that and she washed her hands of it. And so I think it's a pretty nice one too. Like I think she, cause she always buys, you know, she buys her top of the line appliances and then apparently this one just didn't fit her mold. Exploded. So the, it's a pressure cooker. And so you need water in there to make it work. So what makes it explode? If there's not enough water and it overheats or if there's too much water and the pressure and how explosive high. are we talking about? Are we talking about just like it breaks? Are we talking about no, like no, boom, like it'll, shrapnel going every which way? Yes, yes. Oh. But it's very easy to avoid that. We cook, we cook Even with for it Wade? once or twice a week. Uh, no, Even I'm trusting the other member of this partnership. But that doesn't, that doesn't help us. So I need to hear this for, for me. For... So... You basically put liquid in and then also whatever. There's so many different functions. You can basically like preset it. Like this is a chicken and it'll do a chicken. Or you can like steam cook, which we do with rice. So rice, for example, very easy. It's probably the first thing you should do because you'll get pumped up because it's probably the best just plain white rice you'll ever eat. Two to one. So put a, a one cup of rice, two cups of water in there. Close it. <laughs> Push the steam button for three minutes. Close the lid. Push go. And then what you'll see happen 
is the steam will release from the instant pot because what it's it's comp it's like vacuuming out the air, so there's no no air in there. Then it'll go for three minutes. You let it rest for ten. The way that you fuck this up is trying to open the lid before all of the pressure has been released. That's how people die. So all you do is wait ten minutes. Then there's a little knob at the top that's like you're either pressurizing or you're venting. You twist it to vent. All the steam will come out, and then you'll hear this little pressure tab drop, and that's when you know you can open the thing, open it up, and there's your rice. It'll take you Disclaimer, we are not responsible for any injuries sustained by anyone listening to this or any members of this podcast, Wade, while using does, a pressure cooker. Does it do anything to like let you know it's time to go, or you just have to like set timers or like... It has like a, an interface on the front that like counts down. Like there's three minutes left. There's ten minutes left. There's whatever. You might put and that you, in the buck, the bucket of technology you want to learn to use. Yeah. Like it made an eight pound pork shoulder in two hours, which is fast. Yeah. What would that have taken what? in a crock pot? Like eight hours. In a crock pot, twelve hours. Yeah, a long time. On the smoker, probably like ten. If you did it in a crock pot on high, it might be done in six or eight. Do you guys know Craig Bizzio has a kid? His name is Cavan. C-A-V-A-N. Cavan He Bizzio? plays for the Toronto Blue Jays, and he's batting against the Nationals right now. Good segue. Baseball fucked up already. Crazy. Yeah. They didn't fuck up, per se. Well, they well, did. They didn't fuck up. They had two positive tests, and they let those people play on Sunday. They had oh, a, they team, fuck up. I they didn't had a team meeting too. They had a team meeting to discuss it. So they they all openly discussed it and agreed to not say anything and play the game. What were they thinking? I mean, I know baseball players <laughs> are not the smartest, but what were they thinking? They, they were not. So they're gonna have to cancel the season now. Uh, wow. Depends if they can find it to like if any or none of the Phillies have it, then they're probably okay. If I was a Phillies player, I'd be pissed. So this is the Marlins did this. Mm -hmm. Yes. And they were like, we're gonna we, these guys had a positive test and we're just gonna play anyway. They played one game on this. Why test. did they what was so pressing about these guys playing? It's not hard. The Nationals um bench or got you know, what's his name? Soto tested positive the day of the opener. Yeah, he and he sat out like an adult. And they sat him like adults. Yeah, the Marlins didn't. But the run by the Michael Jordan of owners in Derek Jeter? No, just because well, there's one thing Michael Jordan taught us. Just because you're Michael Jordan. No, Michael Jordan. Either. I mean Michael Jordan of Bo the Bobcats ilk. Oh. Or the yeah. Hornets now. The – that's insane. They should charge them losses for the games that got postponed. I mean, yeah, they're gonna. Have to I'm serious. They should give the Phillies wins and charge them losses. It's not they, a bad idea. They, they postponed the uh, the Yankees game too, and they should charge the the Marlins a loss for that game too. Give both teams a win. <laughs> no, like that's abs It's not so. So take out um, all of the like basic public health and human decency stuff. Let's pretend we're we're talking about we can be indecent humans right here. 
if you want the season to continue, which is what your paycheck depends on, you should be- behave yourself. It's like how there's an actually sort of like a, a, a communal incentive for every restaurant to be careful right now. Because if one, if an individual restaurant becomes a hotspot, obviously that restaurant is shut down forever immediately. So yeah. like there's that. But also if restaurants want to stay open, they all have to be pretty safe. So you, they are counting on one another to do a halfway decent job. It's the same thing with sports. Like, if you want these seasons to continue, people have to be responsible or they're just not going to continue. And, like, whatever you think about anything, if that's just a fact. Right. And then right. So if you – Keep going. If, so I'm assuming the manager, like, Don Mattingly was involved in this meeting. I, it was a team meeting. I assumed everyone was. I, I assumed that they all made this decision together. And the NBA, right. did you see that Lou Williams went to the strip club? To get chicken wings, which apparently, it and people have backed him up, like those are chicken wings worth having to stay home 10 days for. <laughs> Wait, this is regardless of where he went to get his chicken wings. I mean, first of all, I hope Was it now to a strip club? an adult entertainment establishment, they – their food is not the best part about the establishment, but if it is, and people are willing to like lose a game paycheck <laughs> and be quarantined for their wings, and maybe disagree. Maybe it's like um, you know. I've been waiting my whole hitters. life to eat breakfast in a strip club. I mean, that's something that you could just do. Where? Wait, well, not and not right now. In Vegas. So this started with the goods with Don Reddy, great movie, and then it was it was amplified by Parks and Rec. Hmm. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I, I can't even remember any food. Great at any, comments. Any food at any strip club that I've I ever been like, to. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. Think about that. I yeah, I've never eaten at a strip club, not even one time. The craziest one I've ever been to is in Seneca, South Carolina, which is exactly how you envision it. Clemson's in the middle of nowhere, and it's an hour from Clemson. So, What were you doing there? I was visiting a buddy at Clemson. And it was... gave you the opera, <laughs> not that you should have figured that out, but he did give you the operative detail to figure that out. Make uh, it sure. We were there, and we had gone out, and it was early enough that a pledge would was willing to drive, uh, you know, voluntarily, right? of course. Yeah, the pledge actually. volunteered to drive. He was open to being a chauffeur. Actually, not even relevant that he was a pledge. Just happens to be true. I mean, it was two a.m. Pretty relevant. Who else is driving? It was like that pledge that drove down to uh, Virginia Beach keg car. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. definitely a story that you want on uh, save for posterity, Wade. No, I think it's, <laughs> it was completely legal, right? Like that's and you can tell it. It's not. I was not involved. So you, can I think tell it is completely it. legal. That was like the, yeah, but that doesn't mean you want it saved for posterity. Well, I figure if it's legal, you got to try it once, right? Not necessarily. Hundred yeah. percent. Well, I'm I haven't done. You. Yeah, you're. I have not done everything that's legal probably in the world, but. Nor do you want to. But this also one, true. I think I did. I think if the law allows me to drink 
beer from a keg in a moving car as a passenger that that I should try that. I mean, it's it's flawless logic, and I'm jealous. Well, there's some wrinkles in in the equation, but it I'd do it again. Sure. Do you know what I found? No, I do not know. What you, oh, the rubber band ball. Did I give that to you? I, I don't think so. I think it was uh, we're cleaning the apartment and it ended up in because it was in a box that it didn't ever belong in. I thought I had it. I only asked because I thought I had it here, which I maybe did. I don't know. It's here. I don't know what to make of how excited or you seem moderately excited to have found this thing. I am moderately excited. I'm as excited as you are right now. I saw yeah. playing it's with just here. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you would be doing the exact same thing I'm doing if it was – I don't know how it ended up. It was in the, the basket of stuff that housed my winter clothing. I cleaned my whole basement. I was very domestic this past week. Cleaned the whole thing. Got rid of so much shit. We have too much stuff in this house. We've only been so here two years and we have probably too much stuff. the biggest downside of having as much space as you have. You just accumulate things, and it's not productive. Speaking of, I I told Wade this. I have a new plan for living arrangements. I have decided that my mom and Phil just don't need that that house. They just don't need that space. So they should just downsize. And they don't have to sell that place because they bought it at the peak of the shit in 2008. And so things haven't corrected incorrectly. So that they're going to make money on it. They're just going to sit for a while. They should just let me live there. And they can go find a nice condo somewhere in Baltimore that they'd much rather be in. Or in Annapolis or something. Do you want to live in your mother's house? I do. Without your mother? I want her to leave and take all of her things. And keep owning the house. I'll just rent it from her. Until I can buy my own house. I guess you didn't grow up there, so it's not like... It's a nice house. Uh, it's a nice house. So you're it never was, leaving Howard County. No, this is a temporary because here's here's where I'm at. My plan forever was to buy a house next year. But with a wedding, I don't really want to buy a house and then or have a wedding and have to buy a house a month later. That just is not a recipe for disaster. And if I'm going to wait, then I would like to wait a little while because I think I could buy a much nicer house in a shorter amount of time than would be worth buying a house now and then buying a house later. So if I can finagle away into a nicer establishment that I'm in for a temporary amount of time and pay at or below market value for it, I'm going to explore that option. My parents don't want to live there. They just like, it's just the two of them and they're bored. It's too much. Now, will they take both, both Pelotons with them or will they leave you a Peloton? I'm, I'm thinking they're going to take both. Okay. Here's the, I'm, I'm like creating a pitch for them. How much happier would you be in a two bedroom condo in like Annapolis or Harbor East in Baltimore? You think they go to DC? No, because they both work in Baltimore or like near. 
So Annapolis, they would probably do. Baltimore, they would probably do. They have said many times that if they could, they would just fucking pack up and leave. Yeah, Nobody's worried about, like, my dad is the one that's worried about having a place for everybody to come sleep. My mom's not, so, like, just get. (laughs) (laughs) She's living her best life. So that's where I'm at. Has she listened to the podcast yet? No. Is she aware of it? No. She's been in Hilton Head, and I was mad at her for a while. And is still there? Yeah, for the time being. July 19th was was the first date that they threw at us as a possible for coming home. I remember that. Um, I think that did not happen. Uh, it's July 27th. So, so. But uh, Kate and Hunter are living there now and enjoying themselves thoroughly. And we have made use of that kitchen and the screened-in porch way better you than my have, mom. You ever. might have gotten beaten to it. No, 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 no. Because Hunter's parents, Hunter's parents are basically kicking them out because uh, Hunter's brother, in order for you, you to like maintain benefits for continuing ed special education, have to have like space in the house to like, I don't know. There's like somebody comes in and does. Sort of like yeah, I'm saying you might have stuff. lost this claim that you were hoping to have to your mother's house. No, your sister he, who is no, in no, there no, right no. now. I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. Hunter's we'll parents later. are looking to buy an investment property. They were already going to do that to rent for some additional income. They're just going to buy them a house to do that, and they have like a three-year timeline, and then they have to go do what else, what they, whatever they want. So Hunter and Kate are having this also happen. So I'm trying to take that and say, look, Elizabeth, this could be you too. (laughs) I would use that house way more appropriately than she does. They don't even cook for themselves. That kitchen's so fresh too. It's crazy. Apparently, she's not there ever. That's what I'm saying. If you're down to be somewhere else for four months of the year and pay for it, how about I'll pay for it and you move elsewhere? Sort of where I'm at. I think it's a pretty pretty full portfolio. And we would enjoy ourselves there, all of us. We would enjoy the fruits of my parents' labor. We could either. And poor timing of housing purchasing. Yeah, it was. It's really unfortunate because they like had to do it. They were getting married. We were all moving in, so they had to buy a house that big. What are you gonna do with like a four bedroom house? It's one extra bedroom than I have now. You have a three bedroom right now. Mm-hmm. So here's what I would do. It would be the same. No, we would just have two guest rooms. Like the basement room. Have you ever slept in the basement? Maybe probably. Yeah. That room I just wouldn't touch. That would just be. That's just the guest room. There's a little bathroom down there. It's the room that I should have had growing up, but my parents are fascists and wouldn't let me stay down there. Wait, she bought the house in 2008, you said. You were grown up. 
2007, maybe 2007, 2007. Yeah, I was, I was a, I think it was 2007. I was a rising. What's what were we? Rising juniors. The facts are just changing here. They're, but he's within the realm of you know fact versus fiction. Like it's it's tight range. It's only like what's the, what's I've said months? two years. Yeah, two thousand eight or two thousand seven, two thousand eight. One of those things. Uh, rising juniors. Well, on behalf of the passionately unhinged podcast, I would like to wish you well in your quest. We could have a retreat there. Everybody can come sleep. On a slightly unrelated note, have you guys seen the Saga of Fire Saga on Netflix? What? The Fire About Saga. The Fire movie. Festival? No. The Fire Saga. This is the Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams movie. In addition to being a fantastic movie, it has given us what I think has to be one of like oh like, Eurovision. Yeah, when they talk about like the songs that will become like classical music from this era, it has to be one of the songs that will be one of those songs. And I'm going to play it right now because it's worth it if Wade gives me the permissions to do that, which I don't know if he knows how to do. I think you're good. You're good. It's like you guys can't hear my computer right now, right? No, but I think we did this once and we shouldn't try to talk because it ruined the sound. Yeah, so I'm going to play it as soon as I've shared my screen, which I don't know how to do because of Zoom. Share screen. Make sure you click for sound. Share computer sound. Share. And... Who wants to hear Eurovision song? No! Incredible is that? <laughs> yeah, 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 ding dong. Yeah. And what's he doing holding that baby? Is that maybe is that that's the end of the movie? Uh, and they have a kid now. Spoilers, yeah. It ruins the whole movie to know that that, that happens. Yikes! The, in addition to that song being just just pure magic. First of all, this movie is like squarely in the bottom of your bucket that you always talk about, Stephen. And Rachel McAdams is like way too good an actress to be in a movie like that. But it's Everybody's still somehow hilarious. Well, exactly. Times. She's just like slumming it. And then Will Ferrell is not even trying. Like the number of times he drops out of whatever his Icelandic accent is supposed to be into just speaking regular English. It's just like so fucking obvious. He's not even trying. It's but I think like, he is. That's on purpose though, right? That he does I that shit it's, sometimes. It's so either lazy or yes. That yes, it's on purpose. He's not trying to have like an immaculate accent. <laughs> and uh, it's incredible. And it's a true story, completely true story. Um, there's another song in it that I won't play by the guy from Beauty and the Beast, which I didn't know he was until I saw this movie, um, which is pretty hilarious. I'll, I'll probably watch it. Why not? I mean, there's 
it, what I found though, it does seem like Netflix just like has a check blank checks and they're just writing to these people and they're like, do whatever the fuck. How do want. they make money? Have you seen that South Park episode a few years ago where where he calls and it's like Netflix you're greenlit? What's your idea? <laughs> I mean, I'm watching one now and it's the same thing. I mean, it's it's uh, basically that phone call happened and Zac Efron was on the other end of the phone and he was like, "Look, let me and this guy that I'm friends with get high and just go across the world and do weird." Oh, I'm shit. watching that too. It's good shit. And like we. Sometimes it has something to do with something, but most of the time we're just high and, and we're just doing weird shit in cool places, which I mean, it's a good show. It's I've been entertained. So honestly, best case scenario for my life would be that. Yeah. <laughs> He's the walking around fucking Iceland. Just like whatever. Yeah, I'm pompous enough to believe that I'd be entertaining enough to, to have a camera crew follow me in those places. If I was allowed to just get ripped up and, and and so I haven't gotten to a point where he's admitted to being high or whatever. But for the first two episodes that I've watched, they literally sometimes make no sense whatsoever. They're just like <laughs> giggling and like talking about just complete nonsense. So I assume that he's got to be high. Um, it's a good show. They go to weird places. They talk about some shit that I didn't even know about. The but just think about since quarantine started how much more stuff has come out on Netflix and there's like no end in sight. They well, there is an end in sight. Of their they can't content. film. They can't no, film saying, new stuff. I'm saying there's no end in sight of the stuff that they seem to have had on in the back burner. Already. Yeah. Coming. Eventually that is just going to have to stop because like there's no new shit. Nobody's filming anything. But they can yeah, just but, buy like random stuff and market it because like, like, I'm, I watch Supermarket Sweep, and I'm like, this is fucking incredible. Like, I, I remember this. I'm enjoying you it again. Supermarket Sweep? They got that on Netflix. Did you ever watch that as a kid? No, Wade. I watch cartoons. Wade, we were not the first family of ShopRite. All right, you guys are going to be you guys are gonna be proven very incorrect on this take. Like, Supermarket Sweep is the shit. Go on Netflix. Explain to me watch. what happens. It's a... It's a, it was a, the, one of the craziest game shows in the 90s. Basically, you're at a supermarket. There's this hmm. weird ho- there's this weird host. He's asking weird questions about, like, what's the price of this? And there's just a bunch of games. And the whole time, you're trying to build up your clock. And so everyone starts with a minute and 30 seconds. And, you know, sometimes they might answer 10 or 15 questions right, and now they have three minutes. And so whether, whatever amount of time they have, at the end of the the whole game comes down to he just hits boom and you just sprint around the grocery store and as you're running around the the only goal is to put the most expensive amount of shit into your cart so it's just chaos everyone's just throwing turkey after turkey after turkey like hams diapers like all the expensive shit like someone's like oh look he got the macadamia nuts people forget how expensive those things are it it's uh you ever watch like what's the one where they used to run around the toy store like it that that was based on this the, so the same show except in the toy store no like when like wait this sounds like a show from the category of shows that only exist in your brain what okay i'm telling you it's like i bet if you went on netflix right now and you watched it you'd be like this is this is not a weight thing this is like this it is, can't be the best game show in the 90s though this is like 
I, I don't know. What's the best game show in the 90s? You clearly have an idea that you are priming us for. Legends of the Hidden Temple. Well, that that's a great game show, but that was that was like uh, a little later, I think. It was like late nineties. So you guys might just be too what? young. Wait, but that still that still <laughs> is nineties. That doesn't excuse the question. Just also, I am um, supermarket sweet. Let's see. I have this hard and fast rule, and it's only becoming worse. That like, I'm not trying to watch shit that looks really bad on tv like really well, quality yeah. then like, you're gonna cut off for me is getting like way 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 closer to good that. there's plenty mm. of good content out there you don't have to dumpster dive speaking of which you know what's coming soon ish that i cannot wait for mandalorian i didn't watch the first one what watch it i it's also so haven't seen the last star wars i don't have the app the uh, app in order to watch that. It's free so. for a year, Wade. How do you know? Because you go and sign up and they give it to you for a year for free. They said so. Is that true? Yeah. When I own it. For free? You just get, they just give it to everyone? That doesn't make any the sense. The first yeah, year is they, free. This is how far behind they are in the content wars and they know that. So their only hope is they give it to you for a year and you either forget you have it and you start paying them or you like it and get used to having it. It's actually smart in the grand scheme of things. Giving you a year free for them is not that big of a deal. Oh, it's only if you're a Verizon person. Well, get, get Verizon. Or it's like if you buy one of anything. They want to give this away. If you call and ask, they'll probably give it to you. You buy like a, 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 a what's it called? A, a Tootsie Pop. You get like a free year of Disney Plus. Well, I'll do that. One free year? Oh, Disney Plus? I have Disney Plus, Hulu, and Spotify for $2 a month. Sick. <laughs> what? So I found some... Maybe not Spotify. Wait, so are you off of the family plan? ESPN. ESPN, sorry. ESPN, ESPN Plus, Disney Plus, Hulu, $2. Real sick. No, I'm still on the family plan, and it's whack. The Caroline can't be on the family plan. It's like the, the against the point of being in a family. Wait, why can't she be on the family plan? Because she lives in a different state, and they've kicked her off four times. <laughs> you don't live in the same house. And she's like, but I have the same fucking last name. That, yeah, that I did see something like that. So in theory, Sherm, if your the family had a family don't. account when all of you were in school, you could not have a family account when all of you were in school. As far as, as much as I'd like to agree with this, they definitely know what we're doing, and they're like, that's too far. That's crazy, though. It is, but it's also not. I mean, I think you're fine, honestly, because you're talking about Spotify, right? Yeah. Because we we're violating those rules for sure, and I do remember, like, it makes you say, you know, like, hey, that do you not do not house. diss our preferred partner. That's you're true. not violating any rules. <laughs> That's true. We are, we are we are in some gray areas while we seek clarity. Well. well We'll we'll have to get Frank on as our lawyer and <laughs> just to make sure we we should do that. 
Let's do it next week. Just surprise Colin. So because we by next week it might be too late to discuss this. So getting back to baseball, do you think that they end up canceling the season in the next seven days? Do you think no. when we do this podcast next week, it's still on? I think baseball is still on. How many more teams have to do this dumb thing before they cancel it? One more team. I think they'll play ball. Yeah. All right. I, think so I definitely so, think so. But behind the I think football is still happening, too. I agree. Oh, for, um, the football, they already don't care about the players' well-being. Like, they, don't even, they should not even be doing coronavirus testing in football. Did you see the, um, like the clear mask thing that they have? No, but... It goes also, like down below the face mask. It's like inside the face mask. It's like a little plastic dome. Are they going to have personal fouls if you like take your face mask off? Probably. Are they going to have personal fouls if you test positive for coronavirus? Sherman, mm-hmm. so, somebody told me that Tell me if I'm. Uh, I have that to. You have up. a boyfriend who looks like a girlfriend that I had in February of last year. He wasn't scared, more boy. Nope. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. I was gonna say, how many more lines you have to do you go before it's you? It's not confidential that I got potential. Rushing around. I don't know if those are all right, but they are. Rushing, rushing, rushing around. And it's something like save yourself of me, which probably isn't right because it doesn't make sense. Baby, please. Well, I didn't know I could get this long. I just don't know now. So what were you going to ask me, Wade? Someone told me that for as far as testing goes, in like Israel, they do this thing where they bought everyone like three months of some sort of like stick test. And so you just like chew on the stick every day. And like, like that's been like super effective because people are like, Oh yeah, I can just easily like wake up and chew on this stick, and like, it's not like the most effective test, but like if you get a positive on that two days in a row, then you got to like move along the protocol to something a little like more serious. Um, I don't think that's true, but I also have no idea. So my not thinking it's true is not worth the money. <laughs> okay, well, it's, I think I might have heard that from. Uh, one of our medical advice device experts. Did you buy his box yet? He's he's. I have you guys muted, but he. I see he messaged you again about it. So you his mask cleaning box. Yes. No, I have not. I do not respond to just nagging over text. If you have something you want to discuss with me, call me, and I will discuss it. Well, you, you did. In fairness, you did say you were going to call him. So, yeah, he's impossible to reach. <laughs> Have you tried? Uh, that is not relevant to this line of conversation. <laughs> Stop bringing up irrelevant things. He's he's incredibly easy to reach these days because he's relentlessly <laughs> trying to get this thing to you. Why you though? Because I don't know. He's the medical device guy. No, not there's that's not true. I'm I'm just a humble uh, person. A shepherd he, of medical devices. He thinks Sherman's the the answer to his prayers. He's been doing this with ideas to me, but he does this probably to everybody. 
but like he just tries to throw ideas at me. It's like it's nice of him. I like ideas. All right, we've been going long enough that we should probably wrap the episode. Sherman, while you're muted and while we wrap up, I guess we'll just talk about how this podcast is just an expert at recommending things, movies, you know, rocks that are in the ground, um, alternatives to rocks that are in the ground that are somewhere in the, the cloud. Um, I don't, you know, I'm not exactly sure where they are, but you could mine, you can mine them. And if you can mine them these days, it seems to go up. Um, yeah, you're, you're making some, some real coin. It's doing well right now. All, anything you can mine. Silver, gold, copper, Bitcoin, Ethereum. Like just mine, if you can mine it, it can go up. It, it is good. Bitcoin's at 1100 right now. Let's get it. This is, yeah. By the time this, we're going to have to, two podcasts from now, just like CNBC, we're going to have to have the little trackers in the corner. Because um, I can only, my belief is that a, another mania will begin soon. <laughs> they already track gold now. So if they're tracking gold, they're going to be tracking all these things, which means that. Who's tracking gold? CNBC is tracking gold. They're tracking mm-hmm. silver. It's only a matter of time until they're tracking Bitcoin, which means that all these other people are going to be piling into these things, which means that. 20K, 20K, 20K. Wherever it's going, it's, uh, I, I believe it's, it, we'll be talking about this more and more as the weeks go on. 25 is the next plateau in theory, which would be so sick. Well, disclaimer, you're on your fucking own. With all of these these things, <laughs> um, but yeah, seems seems to be seems to be going well. So you're saying uh, people should not take this investment advice as? Uh, well, no, I, we were more trumpeting the investment advice given, well, the the non investment advice given in one of the first few episodes of this podcast. Yeah, by Bitcoin. There was a there was a segment I believe it was called "Is it back?" And so we talked about <laughs> many things and whether they were back. And we did talk about cryptocurrencies, and we talked about gold and silver and rocks. It and can't everything. be back because it was here the whole time. That's got to be. That's got to be the one. We got to end it on that, I think. Bam, 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 bam. Bye. Boom. Pew, pew.